there's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. Meet Gail. Her thing is being a supermom, and supermom has a lot on her supersized plate. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. But at Walmart Pharmacy, supermom recently got her whole family updated on all their vaccines. We knocked it out during a grocery run. No appointment. That's Next Level Supermom. From pneumonia to shingles, HPV, and more, get no-cost vaccinations from an expert pharmacist where you already shop. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. $0 copay with most insurances. State age and health restrictions may apply. Grammar Girl here. Today's topic is verbification. Last week, police used a taser on University of Florida student Andrew Meyer as they struggled to remove him from the auditorium where Senator John Kerry was speaking. The web has been filled with debates about the politics of the incident, but a few of you have asked about the language of the incident. Is it correct to say that Meyer was tased or tasered? Or should we hold that taser is a noun and say Meyer was zapped by a taser? In the heat of the moment, Meyer himself chose tased, shouting, Don't tase me, bro! Don't tase me. Taser is actually a trademarked name, and the company Taser International also prefers tase as the verb. The company website contains multiple instances of phrases like, the subject was tased and incapacitated. I also called the company, and a friendly customer service representative named John confirmed that when they talk about incidents internally, they say someone was tased. On the other hand, a Google News search produced about 1,800 hits for tasered, and only about 200 hits for tased, so popular opinion is definitely on the side of tasered. I'm surprised by the popularity of tasered. If you use laser as a model for taser, you should come up with tase as the verb, because lase is the verb form of laser. Both laser and taser are acronyms, so using laser as the model seems like the obvious choice. Also, even though it's an acronym, taser sounds a lot like a noun that's derived from a verb. For example, writer is the noun that comes from the verb to write, and singer is the noun that comes from the verb to sing. If people used that model, then the noun taser would lead to the verb to tase. Nevertheless, although the Oxford English Dictionary does not include verb entries for tase or tasered, it does include an adjective entry for tasered, as in, this jolt caused him to become tasered. Since taser is an acronym that stands for Thomas A. Swift Electronic Rifle, from the science fiction story Tom Swift and His Electric Rifle, it's possible that people are subconsciously trying to keep the complete underlying meaning intact. It's also possible that people are using other weapons as a model for turning taser into the verb tasered. For example, gun becomes gunned and knife becomes knifed. The Best Headline Award goes to the CBS affiliate WSLS in Roanoke, Virginia for Tased and Confused. But even they seem confused, because even though they use tased in the headline, they use tasered in the article, thereby violating my first rule for dealing with ambiguous language areas, which is to pick a style and be consistent. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. A larger question than whether it should be tased or tasered is whether we should blithely accept the idea that it's okay to turn a noun into a verb in the first place. I've certainly heard from people who find the whole process of verbification outrageous. The first use of the word verbification goes all the way back to 1871, so the process itself isn't new. Other trademarks have effectively become verbs. For example, it's not uncommon to hear people say they googled something when they've conducted a search at the Google website. I've never heard anyone object to the expression microwaving dinner, Yet, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, the first recorded use of the verb microwave was four years after the first use of the noun microwave, so it looks as if the word started out as a noun and then was later turned into a verb. The process of verbification goes even further back than the origin of the word verbify. For example, the noun medal, as in he won a medal, originated in 1578. The verb medal, as in he meddled in track, didn't come around until 1822. The perception seems to be that people are verbifying nouns faster than they used to. And one complaint is that it's lazy writing to verbify words willy-nilly. For example, I was listening to Life Online with Bob Parsons, the GoDaddy CEO's podcast, and he was talking about a reporter who used the word GoDaddyification to describe how the sexy Obama girl music videos have affected the political landscape. To me, that's an example of a horrible verbification, I can't imagine it was fueled by anything but laziness. Not only does GoDaddyification sound awkward, 
It also makes the assumption that the reader is familiar with the GoDaddy commercials. Certainly, a large number of people know about the racy GoDaddy commercials, but I think it's a leap to assume the entire audience would know what GoDaddyification means. It would have been more elegant and universally understandable to say that the internet generation is using video to sex up politics, or that internet video has added a racy element to political campaigns. Personally, I don't object to Tazed because its existence allows reporters to write cleaner sentences. It's much smoother to write "police tased the student" than "police stunned the student with a taser." And if readers know what a taser is, they'll know what Tazed means. Verbification has been going on for a long time, and it's part of how language evolves, especially when we're coming up with words for new inventions like lasers, microwaves, and web searches. On the other hand, creating verbs like godaddyification seems outrageous and gratuitous to me. But then again, maybe that's the point. I keep wondering if I'm just completely missing the joke on that one. This week, Brian, Susan, and Ronald win a copy of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips to Clean Up Your Writing, my award-winning audiobook that's available online and in bookstores on CD. Everyone who signs up for the free newsletter is automatically entered into the book giveaway, and also receives a free grammar tip by email every once in a while. That's as regular as our schedule has been so far. Every once in a while, sign up using the blue button in the sidebar at quickanddirtytips.com, where you can also find a transcript of this podcast, my contact information, and all the other great Quick and Dirty Tips podcasts. This week, Legal Lad also did a show about something in the news. He's talking about when it's possible to withdraw a guilty plea. That's all. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Meet Gail. Her thing is being a supermom, and supermom has a lot on her supersized plate. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? But at Walmart Pharmacy, supermom recently got her whole family updated on all their vaccines. We knocked it out during a grocery run. No appointment. That's next level supermom. From pneumonia to shingles, HPV, and more, get no cost vaccinations from an expert pharmacist where you already shop. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. Zero dollar copay with most insurances. State age and health restrictions may apply.